Switched On on F104 and I'm joined by the wellness psychologist, Dr. Clodagh Campbell. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much for popping into us. So burnout, I think, is a topic that we've heard about quite a bit over the last couple of years in particular. But explain it to people who don't know what exactly it is. Burnout is a mental, physical and emotional just exhaustion. You, it's that state where you feel like there aren't enough hours in the day to do all of the things that you have to do and you're feeling so overwhelmed and just so exhausted in the middle of it. You know, you're feeling like disheartened and like things aren't going to ever feel easier. You might be feeling really frustrated, resentful maybe if you feel like people aren't valuing you for the work that you're doing. And it's not just, you know, I mentioned work there. It's not just because of work um, and the work setting, but it also can happen because of many different life experiences. So if you're undergoing something that's really challenging in your life, that can really lead to burnout too. So is it things that we kind of need to process but aren't processing? Is that kind of what builds up then? I think it's when we are working ourselves too much much. when we're working really really hard or if we're putting that into the context of like a a challenging life circumstance maybe it's that you are the carer for an elderly parent or young kids and you don't have enough time to rest or to sleep or to look after yourself Mm -hmm. Um, it might be that you're feeling really unwell health wise and just getting through the day is really exhausted and you're trying to manage all of the responsibilities that are on your plate as well so it's pushing yourself really hard through those circumstances to survive what it is that you're trying to survive whether that's work context life context and just feeling really burnt out exhausted and like you don't have the the resources needed to get through whatever it is that you're you're living in so we have heard about it quite a bit over the last little while. I think over the last couple of years, I think in particular, it was kind of being chatted about quite a bit. But is it something that has grown more or is it just something that we've become more aware of recently? It's something that we have become more aware of and that we're talking about more openly too. I think, you know, rewind a couple of years, perhaps we wouldn't talk about it because we would feel like it's a sign of weakness or everybody else is in the office till eight o'clock, nine o'clock. It's just something that I have to do. And when we're in that rat race and on the treadmill and living in that automatic way, we sometimes forget that we have a choice that we can leave at 5pm when we're meant to, you know, when our working hours technically end or that we don't have to run ourselves into the ground or that we don't have to socialise seven nights a week if actually you're tired and you've realised that you like to spend evenings in by yourself. Why is it then that we do that then? Why do we over overwork and over want to be involved in everything and be out all the time? Like why do we push ourselves to the brink before we kind of go hang on maybe this isn't right for me? I think... And I see this all the time with my clients as a psychologist. Mm -hmm. I see it all the time with my friends. I see it all the time with people who follow me on Instagram. We have these expectations that we place on ourselves. You know, I should be working till nine o'clock every night because I have X, Y and Z to do and all of my colleagues are doing it too. I should be socialising. I'm 25. This is a really fun time in my life. I should be socialising and making the most of life before, you know... 
I become a parent or before I settle down. So we have these expectations that we put on ourselves or we have these expectations that are passed to us by society. Mm -hmm. And so we just get on this automatic treadmill and forget that we or don't realise that we can press pause and take a step off and consider, is this making me happy? Mm -hmm. Am I living aligned with my values and the things that are important to me? Um, Am I absolutely exhausted from this? Maybe I prefer my own company, you know. (laughs) Maybe I like being by myself at home on a Saturday night. Maybe I, you know, I'm going to actually take my lunch break today and Mm -hmm. not just eat a sandwich at the desk. How do we deal with burnout then? Once we've kind of noticed it in ourselves, how? what's the next step? Okay, so in terms of the things that we're noticing and that we're looking for, it's like that exhaustion, that overwhelm that I already mentioned. Um, it might be that you're noticing a difficulty with your sleeping. You might be waking up earlier or finding it really hard to go to sleep at night time. It might be that you're feeling really um, restless or really like anxious you know when you're just feeling very uptight your muscles might be feeling really sore um you might be noticing that you're getting more sick like colds Mm -hmm. and flus I know when I was burned out recently I got six cold sores over the space of like three months and that was system just gives up yeah yeah absolutely so how do we change it what do we do when we notice okay I'm really burned out now Mm -hmm. first of all it's that awareness like taking a minute to think okay what is going on with me I'm getting six cold sores in the space of three months this isn't usual what is going on with me building that awareness and then doing something about it nothing is going to change unless we make a change Mm -hmm. so that is things like allowing yourself to rest allowing yourself to have a decent decent night's sleep Mm -hmm. allowing yourself to say no putting boundaries in place if your boss adds something else to your task load you know saying you know I can absolutely take that on but what can I kind of take off that that workload or that task load Mm -hmm. at the moment if I'm to do this and also honoring boundaries that you're putting in place for yourself too it's not just with the other people in your life the boundaries that are important to you as well like having an early night putting away the phone you know maybe turning Netflix off half an hour earlier so that you can meditate or mm-hmm. you know if you do find that you sometimes um, struggle to get out in nature putting that boundary and I'm going to go out for a walk for 20 minutes today or I'm going to go out and see a friend because I'm tired and I don't know if it's the the number one thing on my priority list to do now but I know I'll feel better because of it Mm -hmm. so making that change the rest the social support pulling back and work another thing and that I've noticed myself as well is like if we're perfectionists it's like those perfectionistic tendencies mean that often we put far longer into tasks than are necessary Mm -hmm. so recognizing that within yourself as well and aiming for the good enough it doesn't need to be perfect it just needs needs to be good enough are yoga and mindfulness and that kind of thing helpful then with burnout yeah incredibly helpful and but for a long time I thought that mindfulness was just being present of what's happening in your environment in that moment. But actually, I've learned that it's being, it's recognizing your response to what's happening in your environment in that moment too. That's just as important. Mm-hmm. So being mindful is about checking in with yourself. How am I in this experience? Like I'll give you an example. I was out for a walk recently and I was really stressed and overwhelmed. I was on my phone, I was trying to organize something 
I finished organising it and I still had a 10 minute walk home and I realised I was freezing. Mm. And because I was so overwhelmed and consumed by my thoughts, I didn't recognise that I was cold. So I didn't recognise to put my coat on. So it's like paying more attention to how we are responding to what's in the moment too. So yeah, if we can create that awareness for ourselves and tune in to ourselves in that way we can recognize what is and what isn't working for us or if we're feeling ten- tension in our body if we're you know feeling tired it's as simple as that recognizing when we feel tired which mm-hmm. often we forget to do and I suppose a lot of us then with hearing that we could probably put the phone down mm. a little bit more than we tend to do because I do think we tend to go okay well I can do emails on my phone or I might as well check social media or I can answer this thing now and get this done instead of just going okay this is my half an hour out doing something that's not for somebody else it's just for me let's just enjoy this I think we're very hard like we, we yeah we're very hard on ourselves and we kind of don't do that very often I think oh I do this all the time where I'm like okay I'm gonna take half an hour now to myself I'm gonna watch something I love on tv I'm gonna read a book and I will notice that I'm picking up my phone Mm -hmm. like as I go through that half hour so I think it's yes again going back to having that awareness of what we're doing we're so addicted to our phones they're set up Mm -hmm. so that we become addicted because of the dopamine reward system in our brain but if we can start spending time consciously I say this all the time living consciously so considering how we want to spend that half an hour and if I'm sitting on the couch trying to read a book and taking up my phone every five minutes I'm not getting that rest that I've been craving that I've put that boundary in place for myself that I'm going to take Mm -hmm. so yeah sometimes I put my phone in another room so that I literally can't um, pick it up or I give it to my husband to hide (laughs) for the weekend (laughs) honestly like hide my phone don't tell me where it is I want to know yeah yeah and the first hour is like I feel like I've lost something Mm -hmm. but then I feel so at peace and so free it has such a hold over us. It really does. I don't think we even realise how much so until we don't have it or we can't find it and suddenly it's missing. And it's like panic, panic stations. Yeah. Is there a way of stopping it from coming back? Like if you have all this awareness and you're bringing yourself in to kind of your feelings and what you're doing and, and all this, is that a way of stopping it from happening again then? So I know for me, when I'm feeling vulnerable, if something challenging is going on for me, I can go slip back into my old habits, which could mean that the burnout is more susceptible to coming back for me. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if I'm getting ready for a really busy period in work, I might start to fall back into those old patterns of behaviour where I'm not taking a lunch break or I'm working later in the evening. So it's about protecting ourselves when those stressful or kind of vulnerable periods come up for us. Mm -hmm. And considering okay I know I have a tendency when I'm feeling really stressed and I have loads to do to slip back into those old patterns so what can I do to look after myself in that Mm -hmm. so that I don't slip back into the burnout and it might be just having that um, routine and that habit of you know actually taking a lunch break very simple yeah putting you know turning off your laptop at six o'clock and whatever is there will wait till tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So it's about, I suppose, having those, a little plan for how you can protect yourself from it coming back. Mm-hmm. And another thing that I would recommend is what 
doing something, incorporating something into your life that's going to build your stress resilience as well. So that could be meditating, it could be mindfulness, it could be yoga, it could be that half hour walk, something that you know is going to really keep your mind healthy Mm -hmm. um, and really build up a resilience. So if you are in that vulnerable, stressful period, you have something that's going to help you in that moment. And you also share a lot of tips up on your social media as well, don't you? I do. Where's the best place people can find you? People can find me at the wellness psychologist on Instagram. So the dot wellness dot psychologist. I also have a podcast called Unspoken. We've been number one every single week that we've released Excellent. an episode. And I have a very small following on TikTok, but Instagram is the main place you'll find me. Amazing. Dr. Claudette Campbell, thank you so much for popping in.